the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And today, ladies and gentlemen, you are blessed because it is post-leadership awakening. And what that means is this week we have uh, people who have brand new lives. People who went into my training room last Thursday, unbeknownst to them what they were doing. And 48 hours later, they're new people, a new creation. And the reason I have them on our radio show after class because I want to give you hope. You know, we live in a world right now that is wrapped up in the past. And if you look at things like I do, everything's spiritual to me, then that's clearly defining where it's coming from because the devil is uh, called the accuser of the brethren. He is always reminding us of all the stuff we did wrong. The devil is always wrapped up in our past. And I remember Carmen, one of my favorite Christian artists, uh, he had a line in a song, I think it was JC's in the house. Uh, he would say, when the devil reminds you of your past, you just remind him of his future. Uh, and if you don't know that future, I think you might want to go to Revelation 19. I think that's where it is. He'll tell you his future. But we are so wrapped up in the past. And remember, uh, there are three R's to survival, regret, resentment, and resistance. And all three require a rear focus. Think about this. When we regret, we're living in the past. When we resent, we're living in the past. And resistance, there are some things it's good to resist, but the resistance I'm talking about is like in my class, where everything I do, I, I'm there to help people. But yet because of their past, because of their trauma, because of their drama, they resist what I'm doing uh, because of their past. So all three, regret, resent, resist, all three require rear focus. But hope, oh, hope is a future context, uh, much, much different. It is a future context. Hope is forward-looking. Hope says that no matter what's going on today, tomorrow can be better. You know, as we, we look at our country and we look at the lack of leadership and we got a lot of management, we're being managed down a dark path that is making us unrecognizable, unnoticeable. Uh, but, you know, it, it really is uh, how we frame things, how we look at things. But in the, the lack of a, a real president right now, that we don't have a president, we have a lot of deep state, uh, we got a lot of people behind the scenes pulling strings, we got a, a lot of Geppettos. 
but our Pinocchio uh, doesn't seem to be too alive. So uh, I was thinking the other day about my favorite president, Ronald Reagan. When I think of president in the, in the black dictionary, I see a picture of Ronald Reagan. And it was one of his favorite stories uh, he used to tell. He would tell about this couple that had two children. And, and the parents were worried uh, that uh, the boys had developed some extreme personalities. You see, one was a total, and by uh, I mean total, a total pessimist. And the other was a total, again, I mean total, optimist. And they were worried about the two extreme personalities. And so their parents took them to a psychiatrist uh, to see what they could do to help them, kind of soften them up a little bit, kind of move them to the middle, if you will. And so first the psychiatrist treated the, the pessimist, you know, wanting to, to brighten his negative outlook. And so the, the psychiatrist took him to a room, piled it to the ceiling with brand new toys. And he basically threw the little boy in the middle and said, these are all your toys. Enjoy. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter? The psychiatrist asked, you know, baffled, stunned, surprised. He says, "Uh, don't you want to play with any of the toys? And then the boy responds, yes. But if I did, I'd only break them. At some point, I'm going to need to go home, and I'm going to leave all these toys, and I'm going to be sad that I had the toys and then had to leave the toys, and just just went on and on and on like, wow, what a total pessimist. Next, uh, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. So he wanted to, to dampen his outlook, right? He wanted to kind of not get him so excited. So he took a totally different approach, and so... The psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. And then he throws the boy in there and says, okay, go in there, spend a few hours in there. And, and thinking that the boy would be just, just, just disappointed, would be sad, would talk about the smell, would, whatever. And he, he thought this was going to be an easy one. But instead of doing that, instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust, you know what the little optimist did? The optimist admitted just the yelp of delight the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. The little boy clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop with his bare hands, tossing it behind him. And the kid was like he was in a candy store. Uh, And now the the psychiatrist was just baffled. And he was even more baffled by the optimist than he was by the pessimist. And so finally, with frustration, he, he said to the little boy, the little optimist, what do you think you're doing? And with, uh, with that, the, the, the optimist looked at him, the little boy looked at him with big old bright eyes. He says, with all this manure, there must be a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to work hard for that one, Lee. I know, I know. <laughs> right? But what's difference there is a framing. It's what we call the frame. And the frame that we put around something really gives it value. And today I want to go into perception and reality. You know, the two main players in our experience called life. And in years of working with leaders across the spectrums of business, uh, socioeconomies, face, I have learned a simple truth that nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our perception of reality. 
uh, and our perceptions greatly influenced by the frames through which we view or experience our world. And see, nobody responds to reality. What we do is we respond to our map realities. But ladies and gentlemen, we are all framers. I, and if you think about it, you know, sometimes we, we talk about the founding fathers, you know, the people who developed this country. They're also called the framers. And by the way, like with many things in today's world, boy, if there was one term that could be put on America today, I would call us the conflators, the conflators, because we sure do conflate a lot of things. And boy, a lot of arguments out there are nothing more than conflations. Uh, people are taking two different things and merging them together like they're the same. And then those that are confused don't know. They don't say anything. But according to common uses, just so you know, the founding fathers are the, uh, are the authors, signers of the Declaration of Independence, which was done, if you don't know, 1776. The framers are the delegates to the 1787 Continental Congress, which were tasked with developing and drafting the U.S. Constitution. So you got to get this. The founding fathers were the ones who signed the Declaration of Independence. The framers were the ones that created and put together the Constitution. So again, the framers refer to those who were involved in writing the Constitution, and the Founding Fathers are the ones that signed the Declaration of Independence. And why we need to know this is because, ladies and gentlemen, we are all framers. Our experience in our life is really dictated by the frame. Two people can see two things and see something totally different. I just, I'll give you two different words to prove my point. The first word is Trump. Right? Boys are a frame around that name, right? For a lot of us, that's a good frame. For a lot of you, it's evil. It's terrible. And then I'll say Biden. Because for a lot of you, when you hear Biden, you hear not Trump. And a lot of us, when we hear Biden, we hear Antichrist. What's the difference? Ah, well, I'm glad you asked. It's all about the frame. So I'm black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about the framers. And we'll be right back. There you go again. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. 
Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Calling all cooks. Your winning recipe could score you a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers and a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Enter the Your Favorite Recipe sweepstakes now at freedom1570.com slash recipes. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am the black man, and you are under construction. This is the place where we are living life like it matters. And you know, it is so uh, such a blessing the week after my Leadership Awakening classes because I bring on recent graduates from my training so they can share some hope. So they can tell you how lives can change. So so you can experience that no matter how good or how bad or how neutral your life is right now, you can change it. You don't have to wait six months. You don't have to wait six years. You don't have to wait till you lose some weight. You don't have to wait till you have that baby. You don't have to wait till you do A, B, C, or D. All you got to do is frame it properly. And once you got the frame in place, then you just press the go button. And so I have guests come on that have been through my training that they can share the truth that, boy, when you know what you're doing, change can happen pretty rapidly. So with that being said, let's go to line number two and let's welcome Patrick to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself, Mr. Black? Uh, you know, I got to train you guys how to respond. You're doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well. You're doing incredible, man. <laughs> You're doing incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are. So, you know, Patrick, uh, I appreciate you, first of all, joining us. Patrick's a car medic. He's a business owner. He signed up to become a, a paint-free dent repair uh, business owner with a great organization that I've been serving for close to 25 years. And so... Patrick uh, paid in some money. He signed up for a brand new uh, lease on life, a lot on life, a road on life. And he shows up in my hotel meeting room. Uh, and Friday, at, uh, you got to tell me, you know, I meet you guys at, fr- at 5 o'clock on that Thursday. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, first introduction of Mr. Black. And I'm out there. I don't say a lot of words, just a very few words. Uh, you know, that five minutes that I stood out there in the hallway and told you what's getting ready to take place, uh, what were your thoughts when that little short little meeting were over? It was over. 
Uh, I was starting to wonder, like, you know, what, what am I getting myself into here? <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it, yeah. it took me out of my comfort zone pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you're like, whoa, this guy didn't greet me. This guy didn't ask me if I need anything. This guy basically told me, uh, it's going to be a tough class, and whether you want, if you don't want to be here, don't come here. And I basically said a few more words and left. Uh, and right. when the door opened up, it wasn't much different, was it, Patrick? At 6.30, when I swung that door open, or should I say Ms. Black swung that door open, uh, you realize that this is not your daddy's training, correct? Oh, absolutely, no. <laughs> no, it was... It was- yeah, it was an awakening, you know, leadership awakening. I think it's probably an understatement. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly titled. Now, now when I, when we start this thing, it's pretty intense. You know, I squeeze you pretty hard. Uh, and early on, you were kind of confused. You know, five minutes into it, you know, we're going along. Five minutes into it, what's going through your head? What are you thinking? Oh, uh, well, first thing I started thinking was, man, it's like, you know, this, go, this is really intense and it's coming off really hard. Like, is this for me? And I was just trying to figure, figure it out. I had to weigh a lot of options in my head because, I mean, I started thinking, like, man, you know, I just started this. But, but you know, I started looking. Like, man, I've already invested this. I got to do it. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, you know, and I'm going to embrace yeah. it. And, you know, it's told to trust in the process. And so I, I tried my best, to, you know, and, and at the end, I absolutely, I trusted the process. And that, that's what carried me through for sure. Well, you know, today we're talking about the framers. And it really was because I knew you were going to join me because – now, Patrick, I saw in you uh, probably one of the biggest changes I see, and I see it on a regular basis, but you were the picture perfect. You know, when I think of president, like I said in the first segment, I think of Ronald Reagan. You know, if I was to have a the black dictionary and say president of the United States, I, I, there'd be a picture next to it of Ronald Reagan or George Washington or Abraham Lincoln, one of those three. That, uh, But you you gave me the picture of the frame. Because for the first, I want to say half, but for the first chunk of that class, you were pretty shut down. You uh, wouldn't do much of what I asked. It was weird. It was uncomfortable. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I've always been someone who's kind of like stayed stayed inside my comfort zone, and I, and you know, strangely enough, you know, you know, call it providence. You know, I, up until recently, like you know, past month or so before the class, I started trying to push myself out of my comfort zone. And this class, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it pushed me right out of it. And, you know, I kind of had to take me a second and kind of get my bearings and, and, and kind of embrace it. But once I did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. everything changed. And it's hard. You, you, you attempted to push yourself out of the comfort zone, but certain things we need a. We need assistance. You know, just like with me, I, you know, master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. So I, I can take people through some deep psychological journeys, but uh, I can't take myself through one of those deep ones. I'm too emotionally involved. Uh, I got my own little trauma, my own drama, you know, at certain places. So even for someone like me, if I'm going to go real deep, I need a guide. I need someone to take me, even though I know what to do and all that, because of my own emotions, because of my own walls, because of my own proclivities or, 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 or weaknesses, uh, they would come into play. But if I have somebody else guiding me, then all of a sudden it removes that. And the same thing with you. You knew you need to get out of your comfort zone. I think God was telling you you need to be uncomfortable. Cause let's be honest, Patrick. There's There's a lot of people comfortably going to hell. I talk about that. There's a there's a lot of couples comfortably going to divorce court, right? I mean, there's yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of kids comfortably going to a, a wasted life. But, but something shifted, Patrick, because 
my point about you being the picture is I worried about you for the first half class, and I do it publicly. I don't do these things privately, right? I I, I shared that out loud. <laughs> no. You know, I I called you by name a couple times and not in a good way, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's because I care about you, know, you, you because I believe in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, yeah, you put me right right on the spot, and you know, and, I mean, it ended up being right exactly what I needed because I mean, I I, was, I wanted to you know prove myself not just to you, not just to the class, but to myself. You know. I'll, I had had to prove to myself that you know I needed to get out and work through. Yeah, and so something happened. A shift took place because I kept doing the same thing I was doing, but now you responded differently. All of a sudden, things that were shutting you down now you're embracing. All of a sudden, things that you quote thought you couldn't do now you were doing. You were speaking with projection. You were speaking with authority. You were moving with a sense of urgency. All those things I told you at the beginning that you wouldn't do, that you kind of brushed off, now you are willfully doing them. What was the shift that took place? At some point, some type of shift had to take place because what happened was your frame changed. What you thought I was doing early on and what you realized I was doing later was different. So do you know where that shift took place for you? I think it's, there's subconscious, subconsciously there's a point where I realized that you know I was just giving kind of a, a you know excuse excuse the term but you know kind of half you know uh, yeah, yeah half hearted you know <laughs> half hearted yeah. half donkey a half donkey yeah, half you donkey. were giving a half donkey yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know giving a half half hearted attempt into doing it and I kind of started realizing like no they should no that's not going to cut it and so I was like. Well, you know what? What I had to lose, I'm going to send it, and that's what I did. You know, I, I just went ahead and just tried to pour, pour. I uh, didn't try. I did. I poured everything into it, and yeah. And, I mean, and after that, the class was completely different. Isn't that incredible? And this is what you got to get. I was doing the same thing from the beginning to the end, right? My, I never changed. I kept pushing, kept challenging. I was projecting. I was moving with a purpose and a passion. I held a high bar. All that was consistent on my part throughout the two and a half days. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The difference was your frame changed. The way you saw it at the beginning, and again, I'll use my own terms, maybe uh, what is Mr. Black doing to me? What did I do wrong? Why are we doing this? That was your frame at the beginning. But what changed was your frame now. This is good. I'm going to prove myself. Uh, I, God's telling me to get on my comfort zone. I, I want to believe in myself. I want to do it. There was some type of shift like that in a frame, correct? Absolutely. So I think what it was is for me, I've always, up until now, I've always struggled with uh, focus. And that's one thing that you kind of called me out on pretty quick, and I had to start working on. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> uh, start, absolutely. And so, I mean, from the moment I walked in the class, you called me out on it. And, you know, I started yep. working on that and started trying to focus more on everything you said and not let myself get distracted. And that, and, you know, I think it was that, probably that, you know, into that second day is when it really kind of started, started clicking. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. By the time we got after lunch, uh, you were making the what I call the leaders rise. You, you're like yeast. Leaders always rise. They're like yeast. Uh, and I saw uh, in you the leaders starting to rise. And I got to tell you, 
I think you were surprised by it. You were blown away by it, and I was impressed by it. But uh, let me ask you, we, we only got about a minute and a half left. Um, what's the biggest benefit? You know, you've been out of class now for a couple of days. You spent 48 hours with me. What's the biggest benefit from Leadership Awakening right now? The biggest thing I found is it, 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 like confidence more than anything is I feel a lot more comfortable in decisions I make. The step, Everything that I do, I feel more confident in. In fact, I mean, if you told me a week ago that I was going to be talking on, on a radio show of any kind, and I, I would have said, oh, no, no way. There ain't no way. You can, you can never get me on a radio show. And, yep. heck, here I am a week later, and it feels, feels like, you know, completely natural. feel 100% comfortable doing it. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's still mind-boggling to me. <laughs> it still blows my yeah. mind. And, well, because I te- taught you how you worked. I taught you how your mind works. I taught you how your body works. I, we talked about the spirit. I mean, you're closer to God. You're more in control of your mind, and you're more in control of how you feel. And that really is one of the keys to life. But uh, I know you're in training, and we're getting ready to go hard break. I got my producer barking in my ear, one minute, one minute. <laughs> so, uh, Patrick, I appreciate you so much. And uh, we're going to walk together. I know we both serve the same God. Uh, man, you're a good man. Uh, and I'm looking forward to what uh, our future has. Uh, okay, my friend? Thank you. Absolutely. I look forward to working on that, too. All right, buddy. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you. God bless you, too. So, I, all right, buddy. I'm Mr. Black. Today, we're talking about the framers, and that's you and I. And we'll be right back. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe, Sweepstakes, to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter your favorite recipe, Sweepstakes, now at Freedom1570.com slash recipes. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And, you know, I was listening to that commercial. You know, that commercial that just played was from Adrian Lyles. He's he's head of the pull movement. Uh, and what pull movement is doing is to, to break the construct of race. Uh, uh, Adrian has to happens to be brown, uh, black skin. I'm white skin, but... Uh, he doesn't believe in that skin color that we're branding people based on their skin color. And uh, if you're not familiar with the, the pool movement, highly recommend it. He's really getting rid of the, uh, the the racism of judging people by skin color that we seem to be wrapped up in. And so uh, really, really powerful. You know, I loved uh, talking to Patrick. Patrick's life's changed. A guy who wouldn't do anything I asked, uh, wouldn't move, wouldn't speak up, wouldn't make eye contact. Uh, and 48 hours later... Uh, his life is totally different. On the radio, he's smiling. He's uh, doing things he never said he could ever do, and that's just 48 hours with me. And so now let's uh, come back to this neck of the woods. We were in Missouri a few minutes ago. Now let's go to the beautiful state of Texas, and let's welcome another recent graduate, RJ. RJ, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, actually. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad. Uh, RJ's uh, one of my my uh, son, Christian, uh, one of his friends. They went to school together. Uh, RJ's a couple years younger than my son, and RJ's part of that group. We have a lot of group of young adults, you know, 19, 20, 21 area, um, and who Christian went to school with at Burton Adventist Academy, and we've been putting them all through. There's there's probably now about uh, 12, 15 of Christian's friends who have been through my training. Now, RJ's the newest one, so... Uh, I appreciate you joining us, RJ. RJ, how old are you? I'm about 19 years old. You're about 19 and a half, maybe? <laughs> my, my son, yeah, says that. I'm, I'm not six. I'm six and a half, man. I'm not six. I'm six and a half. Uh, and you know, RJ, <laughs> and I told you this before, and I'm going to tell you this so the world can hear it. You, God has gifted you. God has given you natural abilities. Uh, RJ is 19 years old and came into my class not knowing what it is, trusting his friend Christian, my son, uh, and early on he was my leader. So, uh, you know, it, it was unique, right? 19 years old, you probably haven't done a lot of things like this. So you got to tell me, RJ, when the whole thing got started, you know, five minutes into it, what are you thinking? What's going through your head? Oh, man. Well, was it? My, my brain was racing at that point. Because um, as you were sa- as you said, um, I went into it. I knew nothing. Literally, um, Christian said some of his friends before he'd had to give him a little bit of convincing. 
he told me just like, hey, man, I know you're going through a bit of a rough patch. Um, you know, though, I felt the leadership awakening. My dad's class could help. I was like, let's go for it. It's like, you don't need any information. Yeah. Nope. When do I need to go? Where's it at? I was like, okay, sure. So um, well, was yeah. I went all in for it, and um, it, was, it, was, it was certainly an experience, man. Uh, for me, like the first yeah. dive into, I was still gauging. I was still, you know, tiptoeing my way around everything, trying to figure out how to, how to approach the situation, how to approach the class, and how I could best mold my mind to be able to succeed at whatever I thought I needed to succeed at. And well, mm-hmm. the class really just shook me down to being able to really like completely reform how I need to be able to approach the things I take on in life and be able to approach the challenges and the challenges that I face outside and what the world throws at me and shoot, what my mind reproduces, what my mind creates and the challenges that my mind makes for myself. So the class was yeah, amazing. We were made to create. Yeah. yeah, no, we were made to create. And, and, you know, we live in a world right now, uh, RJ, you can't tell. But RJ, his skin's black, my skin's white, RJ's 19, I'm 55. But what RJ and I have in common is we're children of God. Uh, We serve the God of the Bible. Uh, What RJ and I have in common is that we both want to honor God. And what RJ and I have in common is we want to be the best version of ourselves. Is that a fair statement, RJ? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, the cool thing about RJ was really neat. I acknowledge you in front of everybody. I'm pretty open. I don't keep things secret. RJ knows that. Uh, in class, uh, when RJ was going for it. RJ was, was doing the things I asked him to do. Um, but I told him, because I could see it, that he was just checking boxes. He was doing the things I asked him to do. But there was really no purpose. The only purpose for them was that he was going to do what it was asked to do and, and do it better than most people. I mean, but you had a big dive after that. After that first night, you hit a wall that second day, correct? Yes, most definitely. I hit that wall hard. Yeah, and what do you think the wall was? So for me, I think that um, I think the wall was after I've, um, I've talked to a couple of my other classmates, some other family members, really. Um, both literal and just through the class, um, about like breaking down where I think the wall came from. And I think it was that, like, I went to the class and I was just like, as you said, like I was just checking boxes and how you um, specifically described it. My first two, um, my first two interactions and my first two instances of giving public speaking in the class was you said I was acting and subconsciously I was acknowledging, I was just like, yeah, I mean, he's right. But I mean, I don't really know what else to do. I don't really know how else to act. So after that, I just kept on just kept on pushing, kept on doing the exact same thing I was doing, and I expected for myself to find that clicking of a moment. But then whenever I hit that wall, I found the wall to say that I had enough energy, I had enough like drive to be able to go and do something, but I had no idea what I was doing it for. So was, whenever I hit that wall, whenever I messed up that one activity, and then I was just like, oh, man, just yep. started going a straight nose dive down to yeah. the ground. And, yeah, you did. Yeah, it was, you did. It was a- approaching fast. So Yeah. Well, and that's so cool. And what we found out, and you're right, was lack of purpose. See, RJ is one of those guys that do it. He'll do it. He'll do the activity and all that, but there was no purpose behind it. There, were, He was just doing it to do it because he could, so he could show people, so he could be the top of the class. Uh, and then he hit a wall because it realized that probably at some point, other conscious or unconscious, you realized that's the same thing you've been doing in your life. You kind of you're not sure where you're supposed to be going. You're not sure what you're supposed to be doing. You'll show up every day and do what you're doing. You'll you'll do it, but if it's not purpose driven, if it's not for a reason, then at some point you lose the drive. And I think that was going on in your life too. Is that fair enough to say? Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and we are creatures of habit. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I was just pretty much going to say is, yeah, um, the lack of purpose and lack of real direction where I was going to go. Um, was after I had, was after I'd be able to, you know, pick that out. I found out that um, that a lot of the issues that were derived from my life were just because I didn't I didn't really have a direction or didn't really have a purpose. And throughout the class, yep. whenever I was able to break that down, it completely really shifted the paradigm and shifted how I approached the simplest of things. And I mean, I felt like I was doing the same thing, but it felt different yep. on the inside. I felt like a different kind of fire towards it. Yep, yep. Early on, you were doing things through your head. What happened is once you get at the purpose, then you add the emotional involvement. And so what happened, you were now, you had the fuel source. Remember I told you before, you, you can do it in your head for a little while, but the problem is you're going to run out of energy because the fuel source is the heart. Uh, and the heart has been shut down and the heart has been damaged. I mean, look at the world. we we got to live in an America that's pitting white against black and black against white and uh, the haves against have-nots, Republicans against Democrats, Christians against non-Christians. I mean, to be honest with you, it's confusing for me. I'm 55 years old and it's confusing. Uh, here's a You're a 19-year-old young man who's just getting in the world, and man, it's got to be really confusing for you. Uh, and once you got that purpose, and, and the purpose is God's created you uh, to do great things, and your purpose is your relationship with God. Your purpose is shining for Him. Your purpose uh, is to being a light into this dark world. Uh, and, man, you got such a beautiful spirit. He's 19 years old. He's good-looking black man. He's intelligent. Uh, he's got a good physique. He, he's amenable. Uh, 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 I mean, you smile. You glow. Dude, you got everything going for you. And you shown. I mean, you were in there with people that were older than you, people that had a lot more experience than you. Uh, and not only did you hold your own. Uh, but you were one of my leaders in the class. Uh, and uh, you got to look at yourself and say, man, God's prepared you for great things because God has great plans for you, RJ. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope in the future that you are his masterpiece, uh, that he set up in advance good works for you to walk through. And so right now, today, as we sit here, 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black, uh, what do you think's the biggest benefit, the biggest uh, takeaway from that class you've got so far? So I think that the biggest benefit for me, it was, um, I think it's like the most overall encompassing thing was, it was uh, pretty much an extension of what you said in the beginning. You said that, um, I didn't know the exact way that you phrased it, but this is how I, this is how I took it in. You said that we're going to go through and we're going to learn about our unknown unknowns, what we don't know that we don't know. And I feel like for me, what, um, was it, that was the major, that was the major turning point for me in the class. Cause as you were saying, like I was doing a lot of stuff through my head and was I was trying to figure out the meaning of everything while I was going through in every part of that class. And I feel like I did that almost everything I went through and experienced in my life. If I couldn't, was if I couldn't put purpose behind it through my own, through myself mentally and was what little purpose I could give it, then I wouldn't be able to fully give myself to it. And throughout this class, I was really just able to, you know, stop, was it stop trying to grip everything so tightly with my mind and so grip everything so tightly with my consciousness and my understanding and just let go to let know, to know that there are teachers out there that are much that are much farther and much more ahead of me that can show me infinitely more wisdom than I believe that I have. And it showed me that I yeah. was, I have so much more room to room left to grow with it. Cause um, before yeah. I came in this class, one of the things I used to pride myself on is I love talking to older people cause I love learning, but mm-hmm. I learned it was, I learned in that class and I even applied it um, just yesterday at a, at a school event that we had 
that um, was there's a difference between whenever I'm just having casual conversation and just, you know, going through the motions of having conversation and learning the basic things about people and really being invested mm-hmm. and really wanting to deeply fully take in everything that I'm learning about this person, fully take in everything that I'm learning about life and what it has to give me. So. Amen. Wow. That's where I feel Wisdom like I from, from someone. Not, oh man, that's a great, that's a great nugget there. And uh, man, I appreciate you. You know, I'm here. Uh, you can call me whenever, you know, Christian, you are good friends and, uh, uh, you know, I'm here to help serve. You know, I send you the word of God every day. I make myself available to you. I just want you to know I'm proud of you, my friend. I'm proud of you, my brother. I'm proud of you, my friend. And so we're going to heartbreak, RJ. You have an awesome day, and thanks for joining us, okay? All right. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a great day. All right, buddy. God bless you. Bye-bye. I am Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. 
That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is where we're living life like it matters, and that is the name of our new bi-weekly podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, just search for Living Life Like It Matters. Uh, Mondays, we have story time with Mr. Black, and by the way, the, the, the story time I did on Monday two days ago, incredible. Highly recommend you listen to it. It's four or five minutes long, a great story. Uh, and then tomorrow, uh, on every Thursday, we uh, release a, a new podcast that is uh, more like a radio show, more in-depth. And uh, also, uh, those uh, I've got a couple texts. Go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. A couple of you asked about our leadership training. It's the most powerful two and a half days of leadership training you'll ever experience. It will alter your life. I've been doing it for 30 years. Uh, it's transformational. It works. I can guarantee the outcome. If you don't quit, and I don't kick you out. So uh, just go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. I'll be in Vegas at the end of the month. We have a class in Vegas, uh, the 30th through October 2nd. Uh, then the end of October, I'll be in Boise, Idaho, October 28th through 30th. Uh, November, middle of November, November 18th through 20th, I'll be in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. And then we'll circle back around to my home uh, home base of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth for the final class of the year. I think it's December 9th through 11th. And uh, Minneapolis, just to let you know, talking to Lee, and I think I might be heading back to Minneapolis. It'll be almost two years since I've been done a class in Minneapolis, probably January. Uh, probably the, the last weekend in January, first weekend in February, uh, can plan on me coming back to the Twin Cities, my, my second home, my love there. You know, we were talking before about frames and the frame that we give something. And you got to know, part of the reason why I do this radio show is that uh, America's confusing. And we're being lied to and being manipulated. And I'll give you a perfect example. We talk about these frames. So I got this from yesterday's newspaper. It says, liberal pundit claims, quote, Nobody being denied exit from Afghanistan. And downplays Taliban denying departure. Now, you realize the liberal media, MSNBC, CNN, NBC, CBS, they're, the media is part of the Democratic Party, right, wrong, good or bad. That's just factual data. Quit lying. Quit wanting to feel good. Stop with your feelings. Feelings, you're not what you feel. Uh, feelings are a chemical response to what you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology. So even if you agree with these people, quit lying. Uh, the media is now part of the Democratic Party. We have state-run media just like China and Russia. So here's a quick article. I'll read it to you in a little bit. So the Eagles Classic said, you can check out anytime, but you can never leave, right? That's the Hotel California song. And he said, Afghanistan is just like uh, the song, the whole Hotel California, which is essentially what Newsweek editor-at-large, so this is editor, Navid Jamali. So he's a progressive liberal um, you know, Biden's good, Trump's evil, uh, progressives are good, Christians are evil, uh, white people are bad, black people are uh, victims, you know, that type of guy. Uh, so Jamali declared, uh, he's an MSNBC contributor, he penned a report about the Taliban granting six private charter planes that were attempting to evacuate a 1,000 people, including 100 Americans out of Afghanistan. But they were, quote, grounded by the Taliban amid negotiations with the U.S. State Department. So here's what happened. Representative Michael McCall, Republican Texas, called it a hostage situation. But Newsweek editor, he thought that was wrong. So Jamali said McCall is a liar. 
that he's absolutely incorrect to characterize them as hostages. The would-be evacuees would totally be allowed to leave if the Taliban would just allow them to depart. Okay? So he said this quote, There is nobody being denied exit of the country. Now, we know that's not true. That's a lie. We know Biden's lied about who's there, who's coming out, all that. And whether you agree with it or not, at some point we got to have the truth come out, okay? I thought we're into science and the truth, except if you're on the other side, nobody wants science or the truth. So he said, quote, there's nobody being denied exit of the country or being detained on a plane. Instead, the Taliban has, quote, not granted clearance for the planes to leave. Isn't that amazing? So they're not hostages. They're just not being allowed to leave. Now, Jamali, when he said that, because all of us can say, that's stupid, that's the same thing. So Jamali was swiftly roasted for his odd take, with many accusing him of twisting his word. Guys, they're not being denied exit, they just haven't been given permission to leave. Or how about this one? So if you're in a terrorist-occupied territory and the terrorists are telling you that you can't leave until a certain set of demands or conditions are met, then you're not leaving, but you're not a hostage, Right? I mean, that's crazy. But this is what we're talking about, the frame. Remember, for four years, MSNBC and CNN told you that Donald Trump was a Russian spy. There was unmitigated information that they could show you what they had, that you would see without a doubt that Donald Trump's going to leave the White House in handcuffs. You were promised that for four years. Now, that wasn't true. And when they released the top secret stuff, you would read that all those people that went on the news, you know, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, they went on the news and told people that they had unmitigated, verified information that Donald Trump's a Russian asset, a Russian spy, and the Russians stole the election, right? When we read all that, guess what? It wasn't true at all. But you know what MSNBC and CNN decided to do? Not air any of that, those hearings not air any of the information that showed what they've been running for four years was a lie. And so there are still people out there, and some of you are listening right now, hating me for bringing this up, that believe that Donald Trump is a Russian spy, that Donald Trump peed on somebody in Russia and did this, that Donald Trump is just there to to build himself up. Now, again, this is not about Donald Trump. This is about a frame. Donald Trump lost billions of dollars being president. Donald Trump's name brand has ever been tarnished. Donald Trump, there's four states attempting to get him thrown in jail uh, for all this stuff that happened before he was president because they hate him so bad. This is the frame. You got Even if you agree with it, you got to realize that you're being manipulated, that you're being played. And see, this is the problem. This is why we have a lot of activity, but we're not being too productive. Boy, a lot of people are doing stuff right now, but nobody's going anywhere. We're waiting for a new mandate to shut us down. We're waiting for the government. I mean, look, the supplies, it's hard to get supplies. Uh, there aren't Stores aren't sh- uh, stocked up. I mean, look around. Something weird's going on. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Jim Stovall, wrote a great book years ago called Ultimate Productivity. And he said this about activity versus productivity. He said, quote, just because you're moving... It does not mean you're moving in the right direction. Visualize the hamster in the cage, frantically running on the spinning wheel. He has a lot of activity, but no productivity. If the hamster runs even faster, he still doesn't get anywhere. Quote, be careful to never confuse activity with productivity. 
Most people in our society work very hard in terms of activity. We all fill 24 hours each day and seven days each week. But as in the case of our hamster friend, just because we're running or even sprinting doesn't mean we're really moving at all in terms of productive progress toward our personalized success goals. And that's what's going on in America Day. We're lost. And even people that are doing things, what are you doing them for? Where are you going? This is what RJ was talking about. Early on, RJ was doing all the activity. He was one of my leaders in the class the first night. Everything I did, he responded to. He, he, you know, but I could tell he was just faking. He was acting. He was going through the motions. He had no purpose for it. And what happened is exactly what I told him what happened Thursday. I told him Friday, because I've been doing this 30 years. I put 15,000 people through this process. I've done over 1,500 classes. So I know. What happened, he hit a big wall because he had no reason to do it outside of doing it. You have to have a purpose. You have to have a reason why. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again? What do you want so bad that you won't be uncomfortable for two days? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to go on the radio and speak the truth, even though half the people don't want to hear the truth? They want to live in a lie. They want to believe Biden's a decent man. They want to believe Biden's really running the country. They want to believe Biden was elected president. All those are lies. But it feels a lot better to believe them. It feels a lot better. But ladies and gentlemen, a good leader is not going to let you get away with your feelings. He or she's going to tell you the truth, and the truth will set you free, Christ said. But it was Garfield that said, first, it's going to make you miserable. And so you got to know who you are. you got to know why you're here, because when you know who you are and why you're here, and those of you that call yourselves Christians, you got to know what time we're in. Kairos, not Kronos, Kairos. Uh, it's time to, to get close to God. It's time to realize your purpose. It's time to ask yourself the question, if I am a child of God, why did God pick me, number one? And number two, why did he save me and then leave me here? Because it's time to get on purpose, people. And if you need some help, go to likeitmatters.net. I can help you. And listen to this radio show daily, Monday through Friday. If you miss any of it, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Twenty percent of the population has some degree of hearing loss. Encourage business owners and staff to keep the captions on their TVs turned on and accessible to all patrons. Captions also help children with reading and adults learning English as a second language. Not sure how to turn them on? Find the button with the two C's on the remote or go to the menu button. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.